Old St. Peter's Church Old St. Peter's Church was constructed in around 1560, 20 years after the Protestant Reformation of King Henry VIII. When King Henry's son, Edward, died at a young age, his Catholic sister Mary was the next heir to the throne. She set about reversing the Protestant Reformation and ordered the construction of this church as a dedicated place of Catholic worship. However, Queen Mary died just before the church was completed, and when her Protestant half-sister, Elizabeth, inherited the throne, the church became a Protestant place of worship. One of the most famous rectors associated with this church was Thomas Moss. He came to Ireland in 1690 to serve as a chaplain in William of Orange's army. After the wars, he was granted a position as rector for the thriving parish of Maryborough. The Mosses lived in Anfield on the Dublin Road, where a plaque commemorates the family today. In 1712, Thomas and his wife Martha were blessed with the arrival of their sixth child, whom they named Bartholomew. Bartholomew developed a keen interest in medicine. However, he suffered personal tragedy in 1737 when his young wife died in childbirth along with his newborn son. Bartholomew was devastated and to escape his anguish, he signed himself up to work as an apprentice for a barber surgeon with the British Army in Menorca. After completing his apprenticeship, he returned to Ireland to begin a career in midwifery. He opened the first lying-in or maternity hospital in the English-speaking world in 1745. The conditions in Dublin and the surrounding countryside were dire at that time, and Moss was appalled by the rampant poverty and destitution. Severe famine had hit Ireland in 1739 and 1740 due to prolonged bad winters. Evictions of tenants who could not pay their rent were increasing and the urban centres were becoming overrun with people from rural areas trying to escape the grinding poverty and destitution of the countryside. Moss wanted to provide food, shelter and medical care for the poor and proper training for those working with them. Very quickly, his initial lying-in hospital was deemed to be too small so he raised funds to support the move to a bigger premises. He held numerous lotteries and managed to raise the equivalent of 781,000 euros in today's money. His new premises was located at the Rotunda Gardens, just off O'Connell Street in Dublin. His good friend, Richard Castles, a famous architect, agreed to design the building for free and created a design which was a blend of aristocratic grandness and practical medical sense. A feature of the hospital 
was the very small ward sizes, which was unheard of at that time. This was an incredibly far-sighted idea, as it meant that diseases and epidemics, which were rife in other large ward hospitals, were more easily managed. The Rotunda Hospital was opened in 1757. However, Moss did not live long after the grand opening. He fell ill and after a short illness died in 1759 at the age of just 47. He left his family virtually penniless and a small grant had to be made available to his second wife and two daughters to help them to survive. However, the legacy of Bartholomew Moss, surgeon and man midwife, lives on to this day. The hospital he founded continues to espouse the aims of its founder, and in 2012 it celebrated Bartholomew's tercentenary birthday. It is estimated that over 750,000 babies have been born at the Rotunda Hospital and it is recognised internationally as a leading teaching hospital. Many less noble characters are also associated with Old St. Peter's Church. One infamous individual was Jeremiah Grant, known as Grant the Robber. Grant was from Moyne in Tipperary and was born in around 1785. He lived with his family on a farm until his father died when he was nine. Grant then lived with his uncle, who passed his land on to him when he died. Grant set about improving the land and making it more profitable. He married in 1806, but a few short years later, he fell foul of the local landlord who began to repossess the land and goods owned by the Grant family. Grant was incensed when the landlord sold off his wife's beehives, so he produced a pistol at the auction which had been organised by the landlord. Although the pistol failed to discharge, Grant was charged with attempted murder, a felony that carried the penalty of death. He fled his home and travelled back to Moyne, the place of his birth, where he became involved in an illicit distillery. During this time, a rumour spread that Jeremiah's sister was having an affair with the landlord's son. Jeremiah and his brother were enraged with this slight to their family honour. When the young lovers heard that the two brothers were after them, the couple fabricated a story about an attempted murder of the landlord's son. The two grand brothers were caught by police, but on the way to the jail, Jeremiah managed to get the guards drunk and he escaped. Unfortunately for him, he was quickly recaptured when he returned to Moyne. His brother failed to get away and so remained in custody. Racked with guilt and remorse and fearing for the lives of her brothers, their sister had a change of heart. She decided the only way to save them 
was to kill her lover. She lured the landlord's son to an isolated spot, and when he fell asleep, she murdered him. She was quickly arrested, and Jeremiah's wife had to intercede for the family and begged for forgiveness. Jeremiah was sentenced to 12 months in prison. John, his brother, was sentenced to transportation to Australia, and Jeremiah's sister was sentenced to death by hanging. When Jeremiah left prison in 1811, he was penniless and had a family to feed. He started working with a horse thief, and the two of them became highwaymen, terrorizing the highways and byways of Ireland. This was a harsh way of life, and he had many brushes with the law. In 1812, he decided to leave Ireland, but felt homesick and returned a short while later and quickly fell back into criminality. His exploits were audacious. He is reputed to have broken into a house with a number of accomplices, and while they were rifling through all the goods, Jeremiah played the piano whilst drinking tea. He was eventually caught and arrested in 1815 and taken to Thurless Prison. He managed to unpick his manacles and escape his cell, but got lost in the prison corridors and was quickly overpowered. He was brought to Clonmel Jail, where a saw was smuggled into him. Again, he managed to free himself and other prisoners and escape the jail. He swam across the wide river shore, evading his captors. However, the rest of the escapees were immediately caught. Jeremiah's life on the run wasn't to last, and after a short time, he was recaptured again and brought eventually to Maryborough Jail. No more escape opportunities were to present themselves, and Jeremiah, also known as Grant the Robber, was sentenced to death by hanging. Shortly before the sentence was carried out, Jeremiah told his story to a sympathetic guard who transcribed the escapades of this self-made highwayman. Jeremiah was hanged in front of the old jail, which is now the Donna Mace Art Centre, in 1816. He was the last man to be hanged publicly in Maryborough. His body was buried in the graveyard here on the left-hand side, just inside the gate, and his grave is covered with stones. When you are ready, please make your way back to the small roundabout and turn right. Walk up this street past the Adult Education Centre. You will see a circular tower on your right and the remains of the walls of the Fort Protector. Stop at the large plaza in front of the tower. This is Fitzmaurice Place. Please turn to the next track, Fort Protector and Fitzmaurice Place. <laughs>